Hello there, everybody. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we are going to critique, if you will, uh-huh. a comic film mm-hmm. called, of all things, Dinner for Schmucks. Yeah. Well, why don't we call it Dinner for Idiots? Because I would rather say that word, idiot, as opposed to the other one. So I'm just going to rename the movie for the purposes of this review. Actually, that is the plot. This very wealthy company, once a week, Mm-hmm. gives a dinner mm-hmm. for idiots in which the junior executives in this firm right. have to invite the dumbest, silliest, stupidest people they know to dinner right. and make fun of them. Right, and the person who brings the lowest guy in this group, the worst guy, the most banal, I guess, or the stupidest, whatever, he wins the night and possibly gets a promotion within the firm by right. the very sadistic-minded chairman of the board. Yes. Well, for me, Dinner for Idiots is easily a candidate for the worst movie of the year. It's right up there with several others that we have seen recently. I don't know what's going on in Hollywood and within the comedy community, but I can certainly say that this one is just another flimsy excuse for some bad comedy writers and for some equally bad directors to bring their untalented selves together to create a very unfunny product. I think this movie is a lousy way to spend a night at dinner, and I think it's even a lousier way to spend your money at the Cineplex. Well, for a minute, let's talk about where this film came from. In 1998, the French made a film called The Dinner Game, which uses this same premise and the same plot, the difference being that we never saw the dinner. I think the difference is the French film was witty and had some kind of societal, satirical point of view. This is a stupid, dumb, bottom-of-the-barrel kind of movie-making. For us to even compare the two is frightening. It doesn't stack up against the French film. I want to mention it because I want everybody to go out and rent the French film, and you'll be glad you did. Of course they will. This American film stars Steve Carell as Barry, who is, of course, the idiot, and Paul Rudd, who is the young man on the rise in this company. The Paul Rudd character, Tim, is driving along in New York City, and he hits a guy with his car, who is Barry, played by Steve Carell, Mm -hmm. apparently doesn't hurt him. Barry was out in the middle of the street trying to pick up a dead mouse Yes, because his hobby, Uh he constructs artistic miniatures based on great works of art Uh using dead mice. Well, you could say are using little mice. Little mice. Yeah, right. It's not such a bad thing that he's doing. That's another flaw in this screenplay. Well, I think it's gross, but that's okay. It's gross, but it's not the bottom of the barrel in terms of life's avocations. This is just an eccentric hobby of some kind of an oddball guy. Well, he's a very oddball guy, and he comes to Tim's house on the wrong night, of course, and proceeds to totally louse up Tim's entire love life Mm. trying to be a good guy. Right. I'm not going to go into the twists and turns of this plot. If you see the French film, you'll see how funny it is. If you watch this film, you'll see how unfunny it is. I want to just say that I think that Steve Carell has made a very poor choice here for his career. He is so complex. He is so hilarious on the television series The Office, and he just dumbs it way down here playing this dweeby creep with a kind of bad comb-over hair job and some phony teeth that look like he bought them at a novelty shop. You know, (laughs) maybe he did. 
Well, he plays this Barry somewhat moronically, but the bottom line is Barry is more of an obsessively needy type. It's not like he's such a bad guy. Remember the movie What About Bob with Bill Murray? And Richard Dreyfuss, sure. Exactly. Well, you know, there you have an obsessive kind of guy, and that's really the quality of an obsessive kind of needy character that this movie could have used. That was a very funny movie, by it the way. It was. Instead, they put this kind of low-grade, comic, cartoonish Barry as the comic foil, and I just don't think it works. I don't think it's particularly funny to see pathetic human beings, people who are in need of something in their life, being laughed at. So the whole premise of this movie is unfunny. I just didn't like it, and I think it's mean-spirited, where the French version had a little bit more savoir-faire. Well, this is very mean-spirited, and of course, the character played by Paul Rudd, who is not a very nice guy or too ambitious and overreaching. Well, he loses his way. He loses his way in life. That's really what he does. Of course, and by the end of the film, he is redeemed so ridiculously, like, okay, we've watched this slapstick for the the last two hours, and now we're going to get a little church speech. Oh, it's disgusting, the movie. It really is. It's it really amateurish. Is. I didn't think that Tim's girlfriend, Stephanie Zotkin, adds much to the proceeding. She plays an arty bohemian who makes him promise that he won't get involved with these elitist snobs. But then he meets Barry, and he is so seduced by the idea of getting a better job in this firm that he drags this poor schlub to this dinner party. And I want to talk about that for a second. The people that they think are funny types to be laughed at are really not very funny, and they shouldn't be laughed at. I mean, one of the people is a ventriloquist with a buxom woman puppet that sort of looks like, I guess, Madam from Wayland and Madam, an sure. old puppet act from right. the 80s. Which was a funny act, by the way. Very funny. But this guy wasn't funny. And then there's a blind swordsman. Hello, joke over, fourth grade humor. And then there's the character who channels dead pets. You know, this is so labored. It's so phony. It's such a lousy, lousy premise. And then they make it even worse by filling up the screen with some really unrealistic and unfunny characters. Wow, is this a lousy movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it's quite as bad as you think it is, Anne, but I think it's pretty bad. Well, what possibly could you have found humorous in well, this film? I respect you too much. I want to know what you laughed at. Okay, I'll tell you what I laughed at. I thought Steve Carell's character, yeah. Barry, I think that his hobby, using dead mice to create art objects and calling it mousterpieces, is funny. I think his involving himself in Tim's life and totally lousing up his romantic affair is funny. It stops being funny when we actually get to the dinner party. Yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't recommend this movie for a half an hour because it's not funny. And in my opinion, it's not even good in the first 30 minutes. There's one actor in this film that I thought had some degree, some small soupçon of talent, and that was Germain Clement, who plays the publicity-seeking, self-promoting artist in this film. I thought he had an ounce of humanity, and I also thought he had some humor in his person. I thought he was pretty good, too, and I'm not familiar with his work prior to this, but I think he was excellent. But the rest really aren't worth going over. You know, this is the kind of movie you look at the title of this film, Dinner for Schmucks, I'm calling it Dinner for Idiots, and all I could think of was, this is a better title for the Hollywood producers who okayed this film. <laughs> That's what they should have called it. 
dinner for the Hollywood producers who put this movie together. Dinner for schmucks by schmucks. Yeah, that's a good thing. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it a yellow light because I did laugh for a very short time. Uh And the way comedy films are today, if you can laugh three or four times during the film. It's not good enough, Les. I know it's not, but it's better than most. I'm giving this movie dinner for idiots, and I'm calling it that because I don't like that other word. I'm giving this a great big fat red light. Trust me, this is the dinner that will give you gas. (laughs) Okay. So, a big bright red light and a fading yellow light for Dinner for Schmucks. Oh my. Are they going to make a funny movie one of these days? Maybe. I don't know. We can hope. We will hope. We can dream. Until that time, until we go and laugh and feel good about it, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that all of us can chuckle together the next time we meet at the movies. Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all of the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com. Next Best Picture.